could get his belt out, but I was not caught that often. I learnt to hide these little bits of mine in my hair. I'd conceal them beneath my thick locks under my plain bonnet. Father never found them there. He never thought to look in that red nest. There were other children in the building. We used to play together. We went to school in Filching and most of what we learnt there was about the Empire and Victoria and how much of the globe we were. But also, we had lessons in Filching history and about the heaps and their dangers and their greatness. They told us the old story about Actoivium Iamunga, who was in charge of London heaps. Of all London's rubbish brought into our district, a hundred years ago and more back when the heaps were smaller and manageable, and that he drank too much and fell asleep for three days, and so never gave the heap sifters the order to sift, and so the heaps just got bigger and bigger. All the used stuff, all the filth of Londoners pouring in, and the job got huger and huger, and ever afterwards the heaps have always had the advantage of us. The great heap sneaked ahead and became the gross, wild thing it is. Because of Actoivium and because of Gin, and how they worked in partnership. I don't think I believed a word of it. They just told us it to make us work harder. That story had a message. Don't be idle or you'll drown in it. I never wanted to be married. I'd rather stay in the building with my parents and work there. And there was no reason, not then, if I worked hard, why I shouldn't. It wasn't a bad life, all told. There was a man upstairs in one of the top rooms who never came out at all, but we would hear him wandering about. Sometimes we put our faces to the keyhole, me and my friends in the house, but we never exactly saw him. How we spooked ourselves about him and then ran downstairs laughing and screaming. But then the illness started. It was first seen upon things, upon objects. They stopped behaving like they used to. Something solid would turn slippery. Something shiny would grow hairs. Sometimes you'd look about and objects wouldn't be where you put them. It was a bit of a joke at first, no one entirely believing it. But then it got out of hand. You couldn't get things to do what you wanted them to. There was something up with them. They kept breaking. And then some of them, I don't know how else to say it, some of them seemed so unwell that they were shivering and sweating, and some had sores on them or spots or horrible brown stains. You could really feel that some were in pain. I can't remember it very well, only that shortly afterwards, people started getting ill too. They stopped working. Their jaws wouldn't open or they wouldn't shut or they'd grow great cracks upon them, or they'd look somehow busted, and they just stayed in a heap and wouldn't do anything. Yes, that's it. 
people started stopping, even as they walked down the street. They'd just stop, and they couldn't be started again afterwards. And then, when I came home from the schoolhouse one day, there were men outside our basement room. Official men with gold braid bay leaves embroidered on their collars, not the green bay leaves that most of the people I knew wore on their everyday uniforms. They wore gloves, these people, and had spray pumps. And the ones that went into our room put on leather masks with round eye windows in them that made them look like some sort of monster. They said I couldn't go in. I kicked and shrieked hell and smashed my way through. But there were mother and father, leant up against the wall, quite neatly.